You're listening to The Bridge Loud in Chicago on QRock 100.7 FM and online worldwide via thebridgechicago.com. Hey, this is Jed Brewer. Here's tonight's question. People tell me I need to get some healing, but how do I actually do that? Let's get into it. King, and I'm joined by the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. Let's rock! Let's rock indeed! We're answering a question that came into the bridge loud at gmail.com, where you're welcome to write in your own questions. This week's question says, People tell me I need to get some healing, but how do I actually do that? And Jed, I think it's it's a great question. It's something we all uh, need in some ways, but where do we start with it? 
Well, I think we want to start first by acknowledging that we all need some healing in our lives. I don't think there's any exceptions to that. And so we don't want to get cynical about that aspect of it. You know, healing is a good thing in in big ways and little ways. We all need that. But I love the honesty of the question of saying, I don't actually know how to approach that. And I, I think that we need to dig into that for two reasons. One, people rarely talk about how healing is going to work, just practically speaking, in our lives. That's just not something that, that we discuss very often, and so uh, it makes sense to wonder about that. And the second thing is, I think most of us hear a lot of pretty questionable advice. Stuff where, like, I guess so, but I'm not sure. I'll give you two examples that you've almost certainly heard before. So one is, you know what, man? Time heals all wounds. And the second one, which, again, you've almost certainly heard before, is, hey, bro, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, which sounds super metal. But I think if we kind of pause and think about it for a second, most of us know people personally in our own lives that demonstrate that those two sayings are at the very least not always true. Maybe they're true some of the time. Maybe they're true a lot of the time, but they're not always true. So I I think we need a practical sense of how healing works, but we also need to have a sense of what's true when it comes down to what we believe about healing. I think those are really, really great points. You know, we do hear those, those ideas a lot. And of course, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger could lead to an entirely new brand of music called Nietzsche Metal, which would be great. And if you're going to start a Nietzsche Metal band, I, I would pitch your name The Void Stairs Back, which I think that, is pretty good. That's a good uh, band name. That is quality. So that, But that aside, as Jed is pointing out, um, there are these things that have a certain bit of what statisticians would call survivorship bias. You know, time heals all wounds. Well, time heals some wounds, but there are some <laughs> wounds that people still have or really get worse. I mean, that's not a, a way we can 100% bank on those things. But one thing we see in those, even those kind of cliches, what truth there is in them is this idea that that healing kind of follows a process and that healing is really kind of more than more of one thing than we would think of it. And we, uh, a really good way we think about that and look at that is the, the idea of wounds. You know, we talk about we might have emotional wounds or spiritual wounds, but we think about that in the way of a physical wound because we've all seen that. We've all got a cut and you put, you put the Neosporin on it and you cover it so it doesn't get infected and that heals up right and nicely. And I think that's a really, really great uh, way to look at that. We think so much of that uh, concept that we called in an expert on the way physical wounds heal and how, what that has to do with the rest of our healing process. So the rest of the show is going to be Jed interviewing our friend, Dr. Bim Kuliat, about that very thing. And that's what we hear when we come back right here on The Bridge Loud. Yes, Jesus loves me.
Welcome back to The Bridge Loud. I'm your host, Jed Brewer. We've got a great question today. People tell me I need to get some healing, but how do I actually do that? That's a great question. There's a lot of stuff in life where people try and give us good advice, but they don't really tell us anything on the implementation side. So we're going to look at that today, and we have an expert with us. We have a world-renowned scientist, Dr. Bem Kouliot, whose whole focus is how wounds heal. How things actually literally practically heal. So, Bem, let me throw it straight to you. How do we heal when life hurts us? Healing um, have different outcomes. For example, if you're injured, sometimes, well, most of the times, you regenerate a scar. And I think most of us, you know, that that's the best we can do. And scars actually can both be healthy, like you know, you have a scar, you don't think about it. But scars can also be devastating. There are scars, for example, that happen in your heart and in your lung that can literally kill you. It doesn't kill you initially, but it will debilitate you. Your heart doesn't beat as well and as much because there's a scar there. You can also have uh, scars in your lungs. Uh, and then your lungs don't function very well. And in three to five years, you actually die from a lot of scarring in your lungs. So when we say healing, there is a healing. The outcomes can be different. You can have scarring. And then you can also we talk about it as repairing. You just want to survive. You know, uh, it's a survival mechanism. Then the other one that people long for really is the healing where you return to the tissue what it was before it was injured. So you had a wound and then it, you know, it is healing happens and it looks like it was before, which is what we long for, especially when we're wounded in life. We broke a relationship. We, you know, our communities are broken. We want to go back to where we were before. (laughs) In many cases, ah, very hard, very hard. So that's regeneration. So when I talk about regeneration, I'm talking about that. That's certainly something scientists like me are, are, you know, are doing. So let me talk about the, the the more, I think, common ways that we heal, which is really repair. You know, there's a wound and then you're getting through where, you know, there is uh, some scarring, that, but there's a return to function without debilitation. Uh, in wound healing, the first thing that happens um, is clotting. So a clot is formed to, to stop the bleeding and to preserve life. In real life, when our friends are injured or we're, in, we're really injured too, is that the first things that need to happen is that we have actions that doesn't make it any worse. You know what? Not make it any worse, not make it any more painful or, or uncomfortable. When somebody's injured, the initial actions that you have would be to bring comfort and relief, not judgment. And and that when you come to somebody who's injured or somebody comes alongside you who doesn't judge you, who doesn't kind of overanalyze as to did you do this to yourself or you're responsible for it or other people are responsible for it, assigning blame as to what happened. So that stage of healing is really important because it's the first one. So clotting for us is really when you... You know, you bring immediate comfort to to an injured person. No advice, no judgment, no assigning of blame. Just be there.
one of the things that you're describing is that all of us have scars. Everybody has scars, but that not all scars are created equal. You know, some scars are a sign of, of uh, we went through a challenge, but we overcame it. it they're very metal in that sense. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's proof of how rock and roll we are, which is great. That's right. And, and that's successful healing. But then there are other scars in our lives that we have them and they're still hurting us. They're actually making our lives worse. And that they're debilitating. Yeah. Yes. And that the difference there is recognizing that the body needs things to heal properly, and so do you. Yes. Uh, that this idea of time heals all wounds is not true. Time is one factor, but there's a lot of other ingredients that go into good healing. Do I have that right? Yes. Yes. Because you talk about hope, and that's really the hope of people who want to, you know, really heal wounds, and the hope of us when we have... You know, broken relationships, broken families, friendships, and, and communities is that. But that's very rare. In most cases, we, we have a scar. You cannot go back to, um, you know, go back to what it was before. But there is also hope of transformation. That some of that the trauma and the wounds, and as we heal with them, we change. Hopefully, we do, and we become, you know, better people. Whether it's in our families and our friendships or in our communities, because. Our scars are the remembrances of our past wounds. <laughs> wounds. Wounds we have survived, right? Wounds that we have survived. If you have a scar, you had a wound and you didn't die. A scar is really a sign of a warrior's prowess. The more scars and the bigger they are, means that you've been speared, you have had an arrow taken out of your body and you survived. So, and in many cultures, the 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 showing of those scars is a sign of pride and testament that you have endured, you know, many things. So scars are not always bad. In the scars that we carry and that we have survived in our lives, that we have been through, are also signs of what God has gotten us through. Uh, things may not have been fully restored, but we certainly made it. In getting that scar, we are new people. You know, that we are better able to cope with our lives better able to relate to other people. So scarring is not always bad. God cares about me really having a fruitful life, a joyful and a fruitful life. And some of the wounds that I have carried and the scars, and some of them I didn't realize and until people pointed them out to me that you're reacting this way because of that, you know, because of this. And so I need to have those wounds uh, healed properly I need to heal those wounds because they're preventing me from having the best life that God wants me to have here on earth.
Bridge Loud. Hey, this is Glenn from the Bridge Loud. Maybe you're listening right now and you're thinking, none of this good news applies to me because I've made mistakes and I've got a record. Well, you know what? No problem. We work every day with people who have been and sometimes still are behind bars. We know how to work with that and we ain't scared. Email us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com. That's thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We know you have struggles. We believe in you, and we want to help. One of the things I hear you describing is that you don't heal by yourself. Yes. That in many instances, you need community. You need other people around you uh, to help to heal those deep wounds. Is that right? Yes. Yes. And I was thinking actually of, do you you know, do you know the movie Rambo? Of course. So there are many episodes or many scenes there. And I think in some of his movies where he gets wounded, then he lights gunpowder and he puts it in his wound and saves himself. You know, (laughs) that, that, you know, he's, he's in a life threatening situation. It's a deep wound and he heals himself. I wish it was like that, you know, that we could Rambo our way through the injuries of life that we can get at it alone and we can figure out all these things but the design of the body to heal properly is not like that there's just this amazing collaboration of proteins and cells and tissue and organs and uh, that's just the, the way that good healing happens and i and i see that some of the best healings really in life you can you cannot do in isolation you have to do it in communities the thing with community is that you choose to be in it. You choose to be in it. You choose to help it grow. You choose to defend it when it is challenged. And you choose to stay in that community when that community is injured or there's something that threatens to destroy it. And the people listening today, I would think of them as being in community with you. And they've already done that one thing that we need to do in order to heal well is to be in a community that accepts you and loves you, cares about you. A good healing community or environment is really one where it's in community because there are diverse voices. If somebody is more inflammatory, you know, they're telling you things that make you angrier, then there's somebody in the community that said, hey, uh, I don't think so. Somebody can challenge somebody who's trying to inflame you even further. Um, different functions and in healing some cells come at the beginning you know they're part of the defense and they go away and then new cells come in and they do another job so there's different functions there's diverse voices and also there is mutual encouragement like you said this is not instant and some days some days are harder than others and and some days you are more in despair and some days you are hopeful Uh, and you need community to tell you that to make you see what are hopeful signs that you're not, you know, that you're not hopeless or that there is, you know, there is there is healing to be found. So that's what I found to be really powerful is the concept of community. If you're listening to The Bridge Loud right now, you are a part of our community. And so we have two things for you as you're listening. If you are listening and you're thinking, you know, I would like better healing in my own life, in my own situation, but I'm not sure where to start. Reach out to us. 
That's bridgeloud at gmail.com. Again, that's bridgeloud at gmail.com. If you're thinking, you know what, I just want to think a bit more about this. Maybe I want to read more about this. Well, you're in luck. In addition to being our guest today, Dr. Bem Kouliot is also an author. She has a new book called Designed to Heal, What the Body Shows Us About Healing Wounds, Repairing Relationships, and Restoring Communities. Any place that you get books, it's probably got that one. It's a great book, a ton of really killer insights. Dr. Kouliot, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Jed. All right, that'll do us for The Bridge Loud, and we will see you back next week right here. All right, that's our show. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you back here next week on The Bridge Loud. And let us know, are you ready to join the Bridge Loud tribe? We know you've got talents. Maybe you can scream or play the guitar or make a super cool graphic. Love it. Reach out to us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com and tell us what you do. We want your talents and gifts as a part of The Bridge Loud, so don't be shy. Let us know, thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We love you, God loves you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Amazing.